Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think my record, I I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, It... It's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, You you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, $350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. Um, is there one thing you'd change about the game? I can't really think of anything that I would really change. You know, we talked about jump ball. I, I like jump ball. I wouldn't change that, really. I wouldn't add a shot clock. I don't like the shot clock. Um, shot clock helps a better team. That's my theory a little bit, too. Right, yeah, it would be working against my team. So I'm like, it'd be no. more possessions and even possessions. Um, so, will your son, your son, will play like summer AAU and stuff then too? Probably this summer, huh? Right, he wants he wants to get set up in Florida and find an AAU team. He hasn't played AAU yet, but we should have had him in. We've had a coach that worked with him all summer about right. once. Um, every couple of Saturdays, he'd work a couple hours in the gym, and he does his That's- own work. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's at the age now where it's like it's just, it's just more fun just going and playing and doing those kind of things. Um, all right. So let me do I'm gonna do my rapid fire part. This is where I just ask questions and then we'll just talk about it. Do you have what do you have a fa- favorite brand of basketball? Like the actual ball? Yes, uh Wilson Evolution. Why do you like the Wilson? Um Getting a lot oh, of votes recently. That's the only reason I asked. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We've been using those balls for a couple of years. Um, I just like the grip, um, the leather grip feel. And do they last? Like, are they good a, a year after or two years after? The ones we're using, we're on our third year. It was our third year using those. I'm telling you, we use Spalding because so that's what they use for the state. But it's like after about a year and a half, they start just wearing. I, I think real, I think synthetic leather is almost better in some respects. Um just because they last a little bit longer. Um, one one word to describe your ideal player. 
coachable. Okay. Do you have a uh, pregame meal that you like? Uh, no, I usually don't eat, so I don't get. Okay. I, I'm ner- if I'm nervous or you know, I, I don't. I'm not hungry. Uh, do you have any superstitions? No. Okay. I don't do. That's fine. I. I mean, I. Yeah, I, I, I've gotten less superstitious, which is good. What's one thing you do to relax? I don't know. I really you get outside is what I would tell you. Get yes. outside. That um, is why I do walk the dog, but it's too cold and it's raining all the time. Okay, it's 35 degrees. I'm literally going to go outside after this podcast and it's like 10 and I'm going to take both dogs. And I'm going to go walk for it. I, w- I've, I've, no, I have not missed a day in when I've been home because I've gone to Florida once and I went out east for a couple, two or three weeks, a couple times. And I've been home over the last year since March 13th. I've walked the dogs every day. I've gotten out. I, cause you got to get outside. I got to get out. That's, that's dog abuse coach. That's not, that's keeping them fit. So they stay around. Trust me. Oh, my yeah, seven year old, my seven year old, she needs to walk. So two year old doesn't need to walk. What's uh, what do you think? What's one coaching technique you think's important? Being positive and the positive reinforcement for when they do right. Cause I wanted the girls to love the game and not quit playing. Like, um, and that's the thing we talked about before is high, where is the high school girls playing? You know, where are the girls that want to play basketball? Well, right. volleyball won them over. Soccer's won them over. So I really wanted to be positive and positive reinforcement and, and help them believe in their self. And it was awesome because the last game of the season, there's a girl that's a uh, really sweet girl, timid and shy. But she drove the ball to the basket and she'd never like she would she started really shooting more this season. But one of the last plays, she went up the lane and drove the ball to the basket and scored her layup. And I was like, wow. Well, I, I remembered it the whole scene in my mind because I wouldn't have picked her as the one that would have done that. Right. So I think just really encouraging them not to stop and just being positive and um, treat them fair. Yeah. So I, I tell, I tell and this is from someone that's taught for 30 plus years, I think the key is students and players will remember how you make them feel more than what you're actually wow. teaching them. So, um, you know, and I remember all my favorite teachers or coaches, it's not like an X and O thing. It's not that it's kind of how they made me feel. So um, for the people listening, if that's, that's one of the big things as a coach, it's how you, how, how you make them feel. Uh, describe your perfect player in five or less words. They put the team first. They have a good attitude. They're teachable or coachable. They do more than a hundred percent. They do extra and they never quit. I would say they just keep going. They won't, they wouldn't okay. stop. The energizer bunnies is what I referred to those people. Yeah. 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 Um, best basketball player you have seen in person. I'll say Tyler Hansborough. I've seen Tyler Hansborough play at UNC. What's he doing now? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't keep up with him that good. I I love college basketball. My son knows all the stats for all the teams, but we have a lot of basketball here in North Carolina, Duke and Carolina. And oh, Carolina so, yeah. basketball. Yeah, the 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 triangle's crazy up there. Yeah, the um university triangle. You got Wake Forest. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, who's the best basketball player of all time? Hands down, Michael Jordan. You said okay, so this, uh, you already answered this, but I'll ask you anyway. Shot clock, yes or no? No. Okay. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach? Teachhoops.com. I didn't even pair for that. I didn't even pair for that. <laughs> I didn't even pair for that. It's everything in one spot. Like it, it, it is. Really- it it's the one stop shop. I know it is. That's what I but feel you know, like. I was going to get on you because there was somewhere I was reading. Um, what was it that it said? It was, it, oh, it was your recent newsletter. 
where, you know, it was something about being a new coach or not much experience or something. I'm like, wait, this is what I need the most. Like this worked the best. I, I should have wrote it down. But anyway, I was going to tell you, I'm like, no, it's, it's for everybody. It's for, um, you know, if you just started the first time ever or you've been coaching for years, I love the website and how you can go. Like I haven't had a lot of time to do the courses, but all the different courses, even for our game, we use sideline as our inbounds, uh, um, as our press break. Sideline, sideline yeah. is the best press break. I know. Well, it helped me buy it into the girls too. I'm like, look, the guy that I've learned this from, he won state championships because of this play. I said, let's get it. You know, let's let's work it. So we right. use that, and um, I'm sure it's for our, our inbounds play. We caught it 23. Um, but it's, I'm pretty sure it was off of two tubes too. Like One the two, they split. Yeah. And it was for the five player that's right there at the basket. But anyway, what, what I'm trying to do right now is kind of clean things up too. Cause there's all these courses. Like I, I basically have set it up into a roadmap now where it's like, you're basically, when you're a basketball coach, you're in one of four seasons, right? You're either preseason season, end of season oh, or yeah. off season, right? You're in one of those four. That's right. my life for the last 30 years. You know, you're either like, oh yeah. Off season, I'm just ended the season, quote unquote. So now I'm getting ready for the off season. So it's post season. You're in all those. So I'm trying to put those things like, okay, just click here if you if you need to figure Wait, out where right. you are. Yeah, um, yeah. But then there's other things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. it's it's fun. The fun the the best part about me for me is coaches all over the world. Like like tonight I'm talking to one from 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 San Diego and then tomorrow tomorrow i'm talking to one from vermont and then it's like i have one in portugal i'm going to talk to but we got to figure out the time difference and um that's a great part for me it's just like this game is such a great game and it can teach so many life lessons um but yeah i, I that's why that's why i started it i i made the resource i would have wanted mm. as a young coach it was perfect found it because i needed a refresher on everything you know because it's been a long time since i played the actual game and then to try to teach plays when I hadn't ran plays in a long time that was different I understood the game well and I loved the game and I felt like I had enough passion you know if you got enough passion you can teach anything right 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 I mean I know how to play chess but I don't really know how to play chess like right. <laughs> so if I wanted to start really playing chess again I would have to go find somebody that's good at it and then learn how to play chess better that's why I always tell my kids it's like if you don't know how to do something find someone that knows how to do it better than you um, right and I always tell coach head coaches that find one of those for your bench too. Like one of your assistant coaches, like should know more than you. Mm -hmm. And everyone looks at me like, what are you talking about? I go, well, that's, you want people like that around you. You never right. want to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> right. You want, you want people, other people in the room that know more than you do. So you can learn. So you're always learning, but right. um, and that was not, it, it, people can go back. I've done 900 podcasts that it was not, I did not softball that to her that that's right been, that question has been asked of a lot of coaches so i don't want yeah. people to think i'm like running a commercial here i'm not all right no. um what's one thing you tell your younger self oh man i would i have to just say no regrets just live your life and don't look back you gotta look forward don't look back and that that's that's why i'm moving to florida because i'm like i don't want to look back in 10 years and say what if what if we did not you know what if we would have you know but I might make a mistake and it might be the wrong thing, but hey, we'll just come back to where we are and what you we do. You always move. That's right. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I, I, I tell, there's a couple of life lessons I give 
my kids, the kids that live in my house, it's like your 20s are the time, first of all, to figure out what you want to do in life. Your 20s, that's what your 20s should be. Um, but one of the biggest regrets people have on their deathbed is they didn't follow what they wanted to do. <laughs> and I've lucky, I found a job and something I like to do and I think I'm pretty good at. And I enjoy doing it. Obviously, I've done a thousand, almost a thousand podcasts talking about basketball. Obviously, wow. like it. So um, that's what, yeah, just follow your heart. I mean, that's a great life lesson, if nothing else. Um, quarters or halves? Quarters. One word to describe your coaching style. I would say passionate. I can't really think of another word. But I was trying to use a different word besides passionate. But Thanks I was, good one. yeah, you just got to okay, be. Jump, jump ball, yes or no? Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask why, and then I'm going to have a follow-up. Why? Um, just because it's a, I think it's a fair way to start the game. We should, um, and the girls love it. They, they want to be, can I, you know, can I do jump ball? Or some do, some don't. But the ones that do really want to get out there and do the jump ball. So okay. I like it. No, I, I, I just think they're horrible at the toss. That's oh, the whole yeah. reason I don't like the jump ball. Because they don't practice it. It's going back to what we just talked about a couple minutes ago. If you want to get good at something, you got to practice it. That's right. They don't, they make, they throw it once a game unless there's overtime. So they're yeah. not any good at throwing, throwing it up. That's my, that's my issue with it. Um, what's the one book you would recommend? Um, I said there was a little devotional book that we used last year. Um, at the beginning of our practices, I would take five or 10 minutes, sometimes even up to 15 minutes of our practice. And we did that book that I listed. Um, it's best it's season yet. Best season yet. It's 12 okay. weeks to. So it's about all kinds of different athletes, but it is a devotional book um, um, that helps you with your focus and it is, is biblical. And um, uh, I love God and I love, you know, serving him. And that, that was another really driver in this thing with coaching was that I wanted to make a difference in somebody's life, you know, and, and he's my, my base and my, my background, not always Around because I lived crazy in my twenties too. Like you said, that's why when you asked me about looking back, I'm like, mm, I don't want to look back. Right. So no, and I think that, I mean, I always I always say this at the beginning of the year in my classes, and then at the end of the year, I kind of let them we have a discussion about it. But I said, I want you to think about what the meaning of life is and write it in your notebook. And they go, What do you mean? I go, just think about it. What what do you think the meaning of life is? Right. And then I just leave it don't we, once in a while I'll bring it back up if I gotta I always I always do this like if someone comes to my door in my classroom and I gotta step out I go okay take 30 seconds think about the meaning of life what is it oh so then the last couple of weeks of school I talk about it and I go what do you think it is and I and we have the discussion and eventually we derive that it's like making the world a better place helping people out you know love and family I said it's not about you know oh. the Tesla that's in the driveway right it's about those other things that is actually the meaning of life and then they oh because i teach seniors because i feel like i'm sending them off into the world so yeah. it's like okay i gotta give them something i call them golden nuggets i gotta give them a golden nugget to take with them just to think about so hopefully a percentage of them actually listen to it um, i was sad to um had to tell my girls that i wouldn't be back um so and, and then to turn the program over after i had finally got that mindset of um we're not just the a girls team and right. we're just what we got and working with it. No, we're building a program and we want a standard, a high standard, you know? And so the girls really got into it and bought into it. This year was a little different with COVID and the back and forth and um, a few different players and stuff, but 
overall they got it you know and everyone's all worried about covid it's like i understand it's been really hard on a lot of people it's been hard on me it's been hard on the kids in my house it's been hard on a lot of people i said but you know what it's gonna make them resilient it's gonna make them like right and they go what do you mean i go well when they're 60 years old and they're sitting around talking to their grandkids they're gonna describe this this year they're gonna say i remember when it's like that's it's gonna be their thing and it's like We'll all move on and we'll, we'll all be fine. But um, quote of the day, did you, you sent the quote of the day. What was it? Do you remember? If you, oh. oh, I got it. I got it here. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, then you won't. Then you, then oh, I what? can't read. <laughs> if you then don't, what? go ahead. You go, you go, you say it. Oh, I'm sorry. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, then what you want becomes the sacrifice. Yeah, that's a good one. I found that one just, I was like, oh, that's a good one for the teachers. I love that. But my all-time favorite thing always say, and it, it relates to everything too, is you make time for what you want to, and for everything else, you make an excuse. You know, so like even like you know, if your family doesn't come see you, like well, you make time for what you want to. You know, if right. you want to do, you're going to do it, and that's the same with basketball. If you want to be good, you're going to work hard and, and get there. But if you don't put the time in, you're not. That's and what, and it's good. And it's, I tell kids, it's like, fine. I'm not like, I'm not gonna be mad if you don't do that. I'm just saying, if you don't do this, you might not make the team. If you don't do this, you might not play. If you don't do this, you might, it's all, it's, it, we all make choices. Um, right. And it's like, I, it's not, no, nothing against me. It's like, you know, um, you know, the, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Right. That's what I tell. There's 8 billion of us walking the earth or whatever right now. And we all have the same 24 hours. You can do what you want with it, but I love that sacrifice part. All right. Any last bit of advice for listeners? That's what, that's always my last question. Um, I don't think so. I really, I would love to see the girls basketball grow and do better. I just don't think it's always um, as exciting as the boys and, and, and boys throughout, you know, they got NBA, they've got that to work for and, and go to. So nobody's really investing in the girls and the, and the programs, but I tell my, I told my girls too, your talents make room for you in that, you know, use this talent that God's given you for basketball to pay your way to college. I mean, that is a thing, you know, you can, you can work hard at, and or get, get into college. a better college. It might, it could help you get into a good school. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's all really. I, um, um, oh, I was going to ask you about the defibrillator. Remember we talked about the defibrillator in the gym. That's yeah. my nurse and my, you know, I'm, re- I'm an ER nurse. Yeah. Back in school for nurse practitioner, but I was gonna uh, wanted to talk to you about just telling all the coaches, all the coaches that are out there that might listen to this podcast, that if you have a player, I started to say patient because that's the way I think. If you have a player that just collapses, like has a sudden collapse, know where your defibrillator is and know how to use the defibrillator because in that moment you're gonna be so intense, you know. Right, you're gonna clear the space. I mean, I'm just thinking back to my CPR training, but you're gonna clear the space, make sure no one's breathing, make sure you know. But yes, so I always, I, I can tell, I could walk to mine blindfolded, I think, if I had to. Um, but I always tell my assistant coaches, you guys have to know where it is for me. What are you talking about? I know where it is. But, um, and I'm going to tell it. coaches that are listening to this, even if you're at an AU tournament, if you're at something, stay there, but send somebody because there probably is a, there is probably one in the facility. And if you don't know how to use it, it will tell you what to do. Like, right. They're all a little different, right? It's like an eternity. Like when you're in that moment and you put those pads on a pay, on a person, it seems like an eternity is going by when that thing's trying to tell you what to do. 
but it's calculating and, and seeing what their heart rhythm is. But right. the most thing is, if you don't get them defibrillated, they die. Like right. it's sudden death. You yeah, know, you, like, you, you, they're they're going to be, and if they don't die, they're going to be brain dead because they're not getting right. oxygen to their to, to their to their to their brain. And that's right. Or you see it in football, you know, if you ever see anybody just sudden, suddenly, like a young person suddenly collapse, you got to think defibrillator. You got so it thought- right away, right away. And the thing is, is, what everyone freaks out is like, first of all, most people have like the angel law. You're not going to get sued. You're not going to get anything like that. Most places have, I don't even, which will, which will take care of that. That's the first thing. And the second thing is every defibrillator is a little different. Like the one I got trained on was a little different than the one we have in our school but I've seen the one in the school. If you open it, first of all, if you open wherever they're being stored, it's going to make a huge noise usually. But when you actually open the defibrillator, it will give you the steps. It will tell you what to do. So, I mean, and color coded buttons, you know, and there's color coded buttons and it won't let you zap them. It will tell you to pull your hands away. So you don't get that. It's going to like, what is my nephew? He's eight, seven or eight. He could do that. He could, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want him doing it, but he could, if I handed it to him and gave him a dummy, I'm guessing right. he could listen to it and probably figure it out. Seven or eight year old. I know this is not basketball, but I thought, you know, there's coaches that might not know CPR, but if their school does have a defibrillator and they knew this, I mean, it, you could do that faster than an ambulance getting to your, to your um, player to do it and save their life. Right. And sometimes it's just getting the rhythms back in. It's just getting that right. the heart back into the rhythm. Because right. they maybe have a blockage, they maybe have something like that. But yes, if oh but my it, gosh, if we could save a life by this community service, that would be awesome. That would be nice. I'm telling you though, when you watch, when you see this podcast, it's like there's it, it's listened to all over the world. Like I think there's awesome. only two countries in the world where someone hasn't downloaded Coach Unplugged. So this is gonna go out. So no matter where you are, if you're in Australia, you're in New Zealand, you're in the UK, you're in you're in africa you're in south america there's probably a defibrillator because it's probably a place where a lot of people are congregating yeah um, um one more thing i was i was thinking you know we talked about goals and i had goals for my for my girls and they wrote them all down but i had goals for myself too you know and, and all this and mine was coach of the year i wanted to be coach of the year at Southside. so i was like okay so that'll be my goal i never told anybody i never wrote it down but i'm like if i'm gonna make them do goals i have my own goals and i want to you know improve every year well this year when we went to um, vote for mvp and for our uh, all conference not mvp but all conference players the coaches in our conference voted for me to be coach of the year and my team my team finished third so that is a little plug to teach hoops too because my team has improved enough that everybody has seen it and um and it's not just me you know it's i have a great ad at our school i have a great assistant coach um that's you know balances me and um and I just think it's come a long ways. And I'm so I think, excited. I think, I think, and this is what I did. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I used to do those for me. No one else knew about them. Like I told you about what I wanted the first time we I've had one losing season. It was my first year. And then I, the next year I just wanted to have a winning one. And, and I would, what I would do is I'd write those down. I would seal it in an envelope and I'd put it away. And then at the end of the season, I would reopen the envelope and I would see if I reached it. And um, it was just for me. No one else ever saw it other than me. Um, but it was that back of the head, like, yeah, that's important to me. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, I want right. us to like, I just want us to get better was early in my career. It's like, <laughs> and if they're having fun and getting better. Um, uh, awesome. So uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it.
Thank you. I appreciate all you. Hey, everybody. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.